It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We have arrived at the last day of the Calgary International Film Festival, and we are still upright and alert and ready to tell you what we think. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. No, he's still not here. Murray's working like a dog. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Howdy, howdy, howdy for our last official review day of SifCalgary.ca. That's SifCalgary.ca. Go check it out. You can still stream some stuff, people. Uh, that's going to also help us transition into October, which is... A uh, great podcast event, so make sure everybody checks this out at all the horror eighteen at Twitter and Instagram. Also check out all the horror18.wixsite.com to check out everything that's going on with this great festival, including the great, great charity scares that care.org, where all the funds from all the merch is gonna be going to. So get shopping. It's October. Cool. Not just for candy. So, we saw a shitload of movies yesterday. We saw a lot. And the first one is Supernova. Ah, Supernova. A politician runs over a poor family. That is a familiar story, only this time it was with a car. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. The accident. <laughs> so true. So uh, true. The accident is the starting point of this Polish film that examines entitlement, class disparity, mob mentality, and impulsive decisions made based on emotion or the influence of alcohol or other substances. This is a tightly woven tale with no wasted shots as it pretty much shoots its story in real time. Every shot has some gravity to it. Every shot matters. This movie sh- uh, starts by showing us a lazy Sunday morning and then it starts ramping up the tension and le- until it's at a frenetic level at this as this high pressure situation plays out. There is not much time to take a breath as you watch this film. Every second of its 75-minute running time is used to its full potential. This was Mondo. Yeah. Oh, my God. This movie was so good. The best Coke that you can ever get, I'm just telling you people, is My Little Pony Coke. Like, if you thought regular Coke was good, you pop the cap of a little pony head. I didn't realize that if you popped the cap off of My Little Pony head, there was Coke in it. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Perhaps we should be doing a little bit more My Little Pony play, or bronies as they are uh, affectionately known. Maybe all the bronies are on Coke. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Could be. This real-time drama suspense film from Poland was mind-blowing and an amazing way to start the final screening day of watching SIF. The intensity of this film will keep you on the edge of your seat for the entire film. A whole village of damaged people, and each character is so well-defined from start to finish. Like, even the characters that are, like, only there for a few seconds at a time. You know these people's story. (laughs) They just have to say one or two things, and you're like... I know that guy. I know that guy. He's from my small village, if I was from the small village of Toronto. It's just like that guy. 
Really love the level of dread and emotion this film and the director brought out, adding small parts of humor in times where you think this could not be done, especially in a film about death and dread. But adding the teenage douchebags in the mix of characters to bring the levity that was so needed was done so well. Yeah. At first, I'm going, what are, the, what are these fucking douchebags in this film? This is just dumb. But then they just keep coming back. And every time they do, you're rooting for these <laughs> fantastic little teenage douchebags. Gets a mob scene town of support Mondo. Favorite line, don't just stand there like a hooker on the curb. Yes. This movie is great. Everybody should see this movie. Yep. It's Super horrifying. Mobile. It's... it's um, Tense. It's just fantastic, and you never know what's going to happen. This is this is one of the great things I like about not just Polish films, but just getting different cultural takes on on movies. This this movie could never have been made in. So when you are looking for Americadian. this, make sure that it's the Polish supernova because yes. recently we had another supernova. <laughs> it was also really... twenty twenty. Yeah, so. We we do we, that one. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Did it, you see it? I haven't seen it either. But it's got a good cast. Is it? Uh, is it Colin Farrell in it? Someone's in it that's Someone. big and yeah. fantastic. Big I'll and, let you know. Big in a and fantastic. Big and fantastic. But uh, yes, make sure you watch the Polish Supernova. Not not that the other one's going to be bad, but if you're looking for what we just talked about, it's Colin Firth and Stanley uh, Tucci. In I knew one. it was a Colin. And there's another one from 2000, and then there's another one from 2000. There's a lot of supernovas in this world. Wow. Anyways, the the Polish supernova is Mondo. It's super Mondo. (laughs) All right. Uh, We got a packed show, so let's move on. From there, we go to Assassins. Uh, Two girls looking for their 15 minutes of fame find themselves fighting for their lives as they are charged with the murder of Kim Jong-nam, the half-brother of Kim Jong-un. Doan and Siti Aisa uh, thought they were starring in a prank video where they were to wipe some lotion on a stranger's face, get a few laughs, and make a few bucks. Of course, we know what they actually did was murder Kim Jong-nam. This film does a good job of setting the stage and taking us through the timeline of the events that took place. We are introduced to all the key people and understand the reasons for their actions. The people that were actually responsible for this were able to escape and were never put on trial, leaving these two girls holding the bag. This film induces anger because of the corruption that exists, as well as the fact that in some countries, women are still treated as disposable. All this and more is brought to light in this documentary. This was a sad and angry Mondo. Yeah, as you had kind of said earlier, this was just the second movie of the day where we got to see a politician run over people. Yeah. (laughs) Was this a trend here? Is this what this whole day is going to be about? I know. Maybe. Just waiting here. All right. This film enraged me to the point of so much anger and rage. In fact, I may say rage a few extra times in this. Warranted. But in a good way. This film takes you into the world of assassination where before you enter, you think you could, could you ever kill a man with the most toxic nerve agent on the planet and not deserve the death penalty? No, I thought these people should die. They killed this person. Yeah, well, that's what, you know, before seeing this movie, I probably thought that. And now I don't think that. It, this film had me worried the entire film about 
how could these two innocent girls be charged and murdered, like potentially murdered with this, with the over, especially with the overwhelming evidence against their guilt? Like it was just, we're just seeing obviously what, yeah. what the director wants us to see. But these things were just very evident that these kids were, were innocent. I still think there is more that needs to be told about this doc. There's pieces in it that are, it's a director. He's making us feel a certain way. But I think there's a bigger story behind here that we're still not seeing. We don't know. We didn't hear anything more about the CIA. We didn't, you know, we, there is the, the big question is, you know, were they told at some point that there was t toxic or was it just the fact that the stuff felt like it was burning their hands off that they didn't there, want to touch it? There's, right? there's always a different lens that, that you can look through to, to see a, a movie from a different angle for sure. Yeah, but sure I mean, it's definitely spells it out that these girls were innocent. I, I haven't had a doc that generated as much emotion and rage as this did, doc did for a long time. I couldn't stop thinking about this movie. In fact, I still am thinking about it. Gets a fuck you North Korea and a fuck you Malaysia Mondo. Favorite line. I can see the real world is not pink. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the parade that Kim Jong-un throws has pink everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was intentional, I think. You think? Maybe. <laughs> I think you might be right. I may be thinking about this movie for a long time after. I'm just sick of evil politicians i just i'm so tired of it yes all right sir merry-go-round merry-go-round uh this is uh, another polish film another Pol we're going going all, polish baby all polish all the time uh story of pain and passion as we are introduced to mary a 50 year old virgin who has quite the collection of religious statues the film opens in a candy-colored grocery store, which sets the stage for the film's use of color throughout. This was truly a feast for the eyes. Mary is brought to life in a fantastic performance by Grazina Mizurovskaya. I knew I was going to mess this name up. Welcome to my world, yes. buddy. <laughs> Grazina Mizurovska. That's it. That's pretty good. In her stern features, you can see a lifetime of disappointment with every solemn look. Such a powerful performance. As the film plays out, Mary gets prescribed estrogen, and that has some side effects for Mary. <laughs> the behavior of Mary shifts, and she starts to hallucinate. There are some fun scenes that take place as Mary experiences the side effects of her new medication. I love the tone of this film, and I especially love the performance of... Oh man, why did I put her name in again? The lady who played Mary. Or Maria. Missy Orofska. Yep. This was Mondo. Lubex Angels, Python Straightening, Hip Hop Music Video Sex Fantasies. Yes, please. I would like another helping. The color contrast acting, uniqueness, character development, and pretty much everything about this incredibly weird and wonderful Polish dramatic comedy. Coming of age when you're 50... Yes. Amazing film. Gets a menopausal Maria Mondo. It was so good. It this actually when we were watching it, I kind of turned to you and said, "This could be the Polish version of Amelie because there <laughs> not that it was in any way shape or form, no. but the colors that were brought through this and the contrast of some of the quirkiness of the characters really brought me back to some of these 
great um, European quirky films of the past that we've all grown to love. This movie is very heartwarming and you know, you can't not help from Mary. How about, that, how about that room where the staff hangs out where there's just like random hats hanging everywhere? I know, everywhere. that's because the, <laughs> that's cause the guy, uh, her boss was like a cowboy. He never, a cowboy wore, never, he never wore a hat though. Yeah, but that's because they were hanging up. He didn't have a reason to wear a hat until the very end. Yes. And then he did. We won't tell you what happens because it's fantastic. It is fantastic. It's like, if you imagine, this. I don't think that could happen in downtown Calgary or maybe Burbank. I don't know. It's just a very surprising ending that you'll be pretty happy that you got to see. Stick it out till the end. You'll be, you'll be glad <laughs> yeah. you did. Well, not you'll that, be happy not, all the way through Not it. that you'll be able to look away anyways. It's nope. just, just a beautiful thing to look at to begin with. But yeah, it's such a good film. Such yep. good performances. Loved it, loved it, loved so it. So far, wait, um, can I just take take record here? That's double Mondo, double Mondo, double Mondo. That's six Mondos, that's, and it's only been three films. That's, I know, right? This is like a record. This We we must have intentionally planned wow, this jam-packed there's day. no way we're going to do four Mondos in a row. So there's no... There, how could that be possible? It just can't happen. No way. It's All never right, going to so happen. what did we have next? We had Truffle Hunters. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You know what this means? It means it... Well... Here's the first line that I'm gonna that I'm gonna read you here uh, on my little script that I've that I've pre-done for myself. <laughs> it is impossible not to love this documentary. So seven mondos in th- four films? Yeah, I think it's about to be eight. But anyways, <laughs> it is impossible not to love this documentary about this group of Italian elders and their highly skilled dogs as they hunt for the elusive Alba White Truffle. We are introduced to their daily routines as they search for the truffles. The dog point of view shots were awesome. (laughs) The time they spend with all these gentlemen was a lot of fun and enlightening. I especially love the time spent with Carlo, who is well into his 80s. Ignoring his wife, he continues to go out in the middle of the night to hunt for truffles with his dog, Tatina. Uh, the business side of, is touched upon as well as we learn that the markup of this product about seven times what is being paid to the hunters. Um, there's definitely a bit of a, there's a different, definitely a, a class disparity here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the film is more of a celebration of these unique experts and their canine friends. This film was an absolutely delightful mondo. Oh, no. I know the suspense is killing you, listeners. Is this going to be another mondo? Four 80-plus-year-old truffle hunters and their dogs may not sound like the plot of an amazing doc, but think again. Right up until the very last scene where the 88-year-old actually, that you had previously mentioned, yes. uh the mayor he's the he's a mary he's married obviously uh master of truffle hunting sneaks out of his window in the dark to continue his love of hunting truffles as he doesn't want his wife to know i love carlo wink wink dude she knows (laughs) totally knows. one of the one of my favorite scenes of this whole movie was actually her trying to get him to come in yeah. She was standing on the hillside in this beautiful landscape. Carlo! It's just like, it's about three minutes she's sitting there calling him to come in. It's it's it just fantastic. everything about this movie was fantastic. Every scene with those two was fantastic. The putting the grapes in the... 
<laughs> I know. They, they make their own wine. The tomatoes. tomatoes. She's washing tomatoes. it. She's washing it. And then then she's rewashing the onesies. She's like, you, you haven't cleaned them, bro. Yeah, it's tough touching them. It's just, it was so, it was so subtle and amazing. It, yeah, so good. This amazing doc introduces us to some amazing, cute, funny, truffle Italian uh, hunters who love their dogs more than women and take us on a journey I will never forget. I loved truffles before seeing this movie. Now I want to get a dog and start hunting for them myself. Gets a wish I had the energy to climb a mountain and dig for truffles when I'm 88 Mondo. Nice. In case you're counting, that's eight in four. Four films? This is a Mondos. record of all times. Can we keep it going, Jim? The answer to that is no. It's going downhill from here, people. Just to prepare yourselves. Well, <laughs> there's one gem. No, nope, there's coming not. Up. It's not a gem. An absolute gem. You are crazy, and it's not going to be a gem Stay for me. Until the you. end, because man, is there a great movie we're going to talk about last? Yeah, you thought that our show was called Film Rage, and so far we've been nothing but joyful. And we're going to end that way. No, but we're not. Before we do that, we got a few things to talk about. The next film is Black, Black Bear. Bear. <laughs> so Black Bear. Uh, huh. A couple hosts a writer and actress at their remote lake house. I like the first of the, the half of this. I thought the second half was... Uh, it was okay, I guess. <laughs> the performances were very good in this with everyone nailing their roles. This actually may be Aubrey Plaza's best performance. Yeah. I didn't know she actually had this yep. in her, to be honest. Yeah, I um, agree. I love her, but I didn't know she could do this. No. Nope. Um, the dialogue is sharp and the tension is thick between the three characters in the first part of this movie. Part of me wanted this to be the whole movie. Um, these three characters tearing each other down would be an entertaining film. Without giving too much away, the second half of this film is sort of a reflection of the first half. I'm not sure it 100% worked for me. Still, this was quite a journey. This was a well-acted, with moments of brilliance, meh. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> this film was a bit of a surprise, actually, to me. It starts in one direction and changes things up midway. It's an interesting concept for a film. Seeing it done similarly to this in a few other films. So I wasn't completely blown away by this concept. No. So um, suffice to know, when, when you see a film that you've seen either A, done better or done differently that you maybe enjoyed better or maybe you didn't even enjoy it better, but because you've seen the concept before, it's not like it's a big surprise, right? Like the first time we might have all seen um, The Sixth Sense for example. Yeah. When you see that and then every time you see now one of his movies, you're like, there's going to be a surprise at the end, right? Just waiting for the twist. What's the twist? And then sometimes the twist. twist isn't as rewarding. So yeah, you know, it, it kind of had that thing. Like, um, I really like uh, Audrey Plaza. Uh, I like her in most things that she does. Felt it was a very big departure from most of her sarcastic, sarcastic, angry roles she normally plays. I like this film a lot. 
but I did not love it. And I, I 100% agree with you. I did not think Audrey Peraza had this in her. Yeah, and I'm Aubrey so glad awesome. to see that she did because this gives me hope. I've, I've always liked her I as an I think people will see this and all of a sudden her, 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 uh, uh, the amount of stuff that she does might just increase with yeah. a whole lot of diversity in it. Yeah, exactly. It's just stretch her as a character. pigeonholed into this you know, quirky comedy yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and maybe that's why because I think she produced this. Yeah. So... Did. Yeah, so I mean, obviously she wanted to get that departure, and what a great way to do it! Yep. Produce a film that really showcases your talent. So, which kudos it, to which you. Which it absolutely did. Kudos to you. Gets an okay film with an okay ending. Meh. There you go. And there was bears in it. So who doesn't like bears? Yeah, who doesn't like bears? All right. From there we go to the shorts, and I'll let you take the lead on yeah, this. Yeah, baby. Because I, I love shorts. Because they just kind of washed over me and made yeah. little impression. But what did you think, Jim? I think I've never seen a package that was completely meh. This was the LOL and LUV. LUV and LOL. Ah, yes, that okay. is correct. Love comes first always. Laughing second. Don't you know that? No. Apparently not. In the still night, Japanese art, artistic, meh. Yeah, it was meh. I got, I got nothing else for you. <laughs> I was expecting so much more. Like you start with one, it's like it should have a big bang to it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know what? I'm actually changing my. No, I'm. Hmm. I'm one. debating this. High dating. Yeah, I, it was meh. Fucked up French goat stuff. It was, it was, yeah. I, I want to right there. That should make it mono. It kind of no. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm debating myself. It, it wasn't. wasn't. Oh, trying hard to give it a mondo. It wasn't. There was nudity. There was goats. It was weird. It was I kind of did things. like it yeah, a lot. Yeah. But you're like, right. It's a man. Yeah. Hi, dude. No. Next was night shifts. Yeah. Coincidence. Convenience store. Meh. It was just, it was there, and then it wasn't, and it was like, eh, meh. Yeah, it was kind of like, meh. I didn't dislike it. No, no, well, all of, these movies. It was, it was none of these of, movies in this package I hated yeah. or didn't like, I mean, but it, I just didn't a, love them. It was a nice quick hitter, though. Yeah, it was. We were a, in, we were out. We were in and out pretty quick. CC dances the go-go. Yeah. Go-go, gone. Low man. Yeah, was, I, was, I was actually. How long was it? It seemed like it went on a long time. Seven hours. It was. I think maybe it was seven hours. It seemed like a feature. <laughs> maybe if it was a feature, it might have been better. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It was meh. Uh, autumn. Autumn. Re remember, don't die. Meh. That's good advice. <laughs> meh. Freeze. Freeze. Baby making meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're just knocking out of the park with these reviews on our shorts, I tell you. No hard feelings. <laughs> was a drowning meh. Sure was. <laughs> uh, can we go back and review the other one package uh, that we I, did like? I hope our audience is, is as amused as we are right now. Yeah, maybe they saw this package. Yeah, let's too. go back to the package we did like. For yeah, sure. there was a couple. There's, there's a few two of them, actually. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, simple fucking jester, handy little meh. Yeah, it was. Meh. It was handy. It was very handy. Wally Wenda. How many shorts were in this package? A million. Uh, period. Pretty useful meh. 
Ditto. Right? Yeah. I mean, talk about being resourceful. In my defense, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm going over these in my head, and I watched them like two and a half days ago, I think, or not nah, two days ago, I guess. Somewhat days ago. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Yeah. That was probably for me. That was the best one of the. Was thing. it? Is I mean, for her able to catch a shark with her yeah. period soaked panties was pretty creative, actually. <laughs> of all, <laughs> if you're gonna catch a shark. Yeah, yeah. And the last one, we did come to the end of this shorts package eventually. It's called David. David. And it's, I'm calling it a famous people meh. Because there's famous people in it. There is famous people in it. I Now, okay, yeah, now that you've said that, I remember it. It was mad. <laughs> there was famous people in it. Probably one of the most famous comedians so, uh, who should have been funnier, I think. I would say that the shorts package was, what would be the word to describe it, Jim? Do you have a button for that somewhere in there? Uh, it's too hard it's to in get there. to. It's a uh, <laughs> man. That's <laughs> totally true. All right, let's move on. To the some- thing we were all so excited about. Yeah. Um, it is a movie by the name of Falling, and it's significant because it's the directorial debut from Viggo Mortensen, who also stars along with Lance Henriksen. Um, it is the story of a boy and his dead duck, which morphs into a story about a boy and his snake, which morphs into a story about a boy and other people's snakes. <laughs> And then it finally settles into a story about a man and his father. Wait, before that, though, it yes. settled into a man with his married snake. That's true. That's true. And uh, by snake, we mean trouser snake, in case you hadn't figured that out. <laughs> Everybody figured it out. <laughs> uh, if you like flashbacks, you'll love this movie. Um, really good performances by the two leads. Uh, a movie has never illustrated the fact that you cannot pick your family quite like this one has. Uh, this was a promising looking forward to your next project, Vigo. Meh. Yeah, because Vigo actually wrote and directed this and starred in it. He did. He did. Vigo Mortensen's first directorial debut. I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah. So much angst and baggage to unpack in this film. Loved a lot about including the fact that he had the undoubted David Cronenberg in it as a little bit of a surprise, which Bryce didn't even recognize. As I'm watching, I'm going, hey, wait a minute. Cronenberg. Isn't that Cronenberg? And, and I'm you're like, like uh, maybe. maybe. And then, of course, I had to look it up. And sure enough, he has the best role that anyone could have asked for. If you're going to say, hey, I'm going to cast David Cronenberg to stick his finger up your butt, that would be the one. There like, it's go. of all the things Sign David Cronenberg's done. Up. This is probably going to be on the top of his list. Hello, Lance Hendrickson. I'd like you to meet me. I mm. uh, thought the dynamics of the aging father with dementia was done really, really well. Um, like most first-time directors, though, I think that Vigo may have suffered from not enough editing. Yeah, well, he kind of kept on... Pound in the same thing. Yeah, the, the over, point was already over, made about over, 20 times over, by the over, time. Yeah. Over, over again. Yeah. It was kind of like until the point where he finally does lose his shit. It's uh, plus the end, I found personally, speaking of him losing his shit, was a little weak as it appeared that they had this scene where they both break down and all of a sudden, guess what? Lance Hendrickson seems like he's a nice guy and he's improved. 
a little too quick a turn. It was. I mean, they kind of ended it with him being himself again. But there was that the scene the next day. Like, there wasn't a scene in this movie that you didn't want to punch Lance Hendrickson in the face. No. Except for the one scene which, after they had their which love coo- fest. Kudos to Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. I mean, Lance Hendrickson, this, to me, this could be Academy Award performance from Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. I, I, would, I would definitely say he deserves I'd, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. a nomination for this. Obviously, Viggo Mortensen's great in everything he does. He It wasn't like he did anything. Like He was great in what he did, Yeah. but but it was like Lance Hendrickson was mesmerizing every time he was on screen, and everybody around him was just fodder. They were there. Yeah, they were just fodder to, to his, his over-the-top personality. Uh, found it was a little convenient, really enjoyed it, but ultimately, it gets a great acting by everyone except one actor in this. And I mentioned it as we watched it. I will let you all watch it and decide. But she for me, fine. it was... No, she wasn't. Oh, you spoiled it. You let him know it was a she. Okay, so people <laughs> who are watching it. Favorite line. When a guy my age thinks he had to pee, he already did. <laughs> was a great line. was a good line. Yeah. I, I, th- I, I saw you like reaching for your iPad or whatever <laughs> immediately when you heard that line. It was a great line. It, it was like great advice he was giving his granddaughter. I know that one's coming out in the review. Yes, you did. He, uh, yeah, I think people should see this because, you know, to your point, there, there hasn't been a film that has really depicted the fact that, you know, there's some people in your life maybe you just got to give up on. Just because they were your dad doesn't mean that you need to spend the last part of your life continuing to hate them how many movies about dementia did we see this week was i saw it, a couple was there just sure. the two was it just the anthony hopkins father. the father and this one and this one yeah totally different movies but yeah both, both really good yeah both of them uh, the kids that are of that had their fathers that way were both kind of wanting to kill their parents so it's kind of a sad it's kind of a sad and both actors did a great job so absolutely all right, the moment you've all been waiting for, the oh, last film. Ah, uh, yes. The moment I've been waiting for. I've been wanting to talk about When I was watching this movie, I wasn't sure how much I liked it, and then I just mm. couldn't stop thinking about it. Oh, good. I've been st- Oh, I've been just stoked to talk this about this This is so movie. good. I can't wait to talk I about this actually. Am I've been happy right now. Oh, good. Cuz Kala Azar was you want to hear about Kala Azar, Jim? I can't wait to hear about Kala Azar. Well, I'm about to tell you about please, Kala Azar. Please tell me how you think this was a great movie. Oh, I will. And then, you, and then after I convince you, you'll say, you know what, Bryce? You're right. The chance of that happening is 0%. Just hear me out here. Okay. And I don't want to get interrupted. I won't say a putting thing. Putting that out right now. Not saying a thing. You talk all Let, you want afterwards. Yep. I'm going to stick food in my mouth and... And so I won't say anything. You sit there, you munch away, and let me talk. So Kala Azar. Okay, yeah, that's fantastic. You're already interrupting me. Kala Azar. uh, Story of a couple who collect dead animals from grieving owners and bring them back to the crematorium where they work. It is fitting that a majority of the animals they collect are dogs, as this movie takes on the behavior of a dog to a certain extent. The movie sort of sniffs around its surroundings and sometimes it pays attention and then like a dog sometimes it gets distracted by an interesting scent in the distance and decides to attend to that for a while. Like a dog, its focus bounces around 
This is brilliant filmmaking. This has a very non-traditional structure to it, which makes for a very original, gritty experience. The story is driven forward with very little dialogue. Just like the stray dogs that are in the background of much of the movie, our two main characters communicate for the most part without the use of words, but rather a tilt of the head or a facial expression in order to get their message across. Just like stray dogs, our two leads also have some unexplained cuts and sores on their bodies. The parallels to the animals they collect is depicted throughout. Nothing is ever fully explained in this film, and that is okay, as it will stay with you as you remember some of its unforgettable scenes, <clears throat> and you'll find the different issues of humankind are reflected, some of which are almost too enormous to fully grasp. If ever there was a film that was the sum of its parts, it is this one. If you watch the scenes individually, this would not be impressive, but when you piece them together, you get an unforgettable film. You get a film that is Mondo. Hmm. I rest my case. Did we see the same movie? We absolutely did. Because Kalazar was 0% plot, 0% character development, and 0% interesting. I'm still not sure whether this was a boring documentary or if it was a boring, not a documentary. I don't even want to call it a drama. There's nothing happening in this whole movie. The only thing I know is that I saw a lot of unkept male genitalia and a boob lady that I think was in her contract. She had to show parts of her breasts in every one of the movie scenes she was in. It was kind of like, okay, so here we have her. Okay, at what point are we going to get to see her tits again? And sure enough, they come out for no apparent reason whatsoever. Oh, wait. I forgot to mention that swimming nude in filth water floating with turds is very interesting. This was an overhyped slacker film. I don't care what anybody says. If you're in a film where people do nothing pretty much for the whole movie then it's a slacker film because that's how I felt. They did nothing pretty much the whole movie. I didn't care about any character because there was no character development. I cared about nothing that was happening ever. I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm actually getting myself into a supreme rage. This movie doesn't even get any extra bracketing around the word. It's just a rage. <laughs> so you didn't, what? you didn't convince me. How did I not get, you know, did you not, do you want me to read it again? Could you maybe read it? No, I don't <laughs> want to hear it again. I don't want to think about, you think that people should think about this movie for the rest of their lives. And I I'm do. trying to think of a way that I can think that I've never, I'm actually thinking of going it. to Perhaps a psychiatrist, getting therapy to actually have him wipe this, these two hours from my mind so that I never have to think about it again. It wasn't two hours. But then there was the prequel to it and then afterwards thinking about it. So those two full two hour package, I want wiped from my mind. So I never have to think about this movie. I'm disappointed. I'm kind of happy. Actually, we had too many things we agreed on today. And this, this literally, let me just list how many things we agreed on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, seven things. It was bound to happen that you were going to see a stupid movie and like it. <laughs> and I was going to see a terrible movie and not like it. The movie was Mondo. Well worth your time. It even had a, a scene where 
I like a brass band played. You're literally proving my point. Play music to the chickens before they kill them. To, this yeah, is great. To the chickens. That makes so. They taste better when they've had a band play before they get killed. That's the the genius of this film. What part what of that does it matter? What part did that make you happy being a vegan? That they were killed or that they had some pleasure no, before no, they were no. killed? No, no, it had nothing to do with that. It was just the abstract of the of the moment. Oh, right. Because if you bracket it with the scene before and the scene after, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Seeing they had to show each one of them come off the bus. That was another forty-five seconds that I wish that I had never seen. It's like this was really important to show each one of them individually step they just off the came bus. Off the bus in an orderly fashion. What I don't understand. <laughs> you wanted them all to be transported just, at once. I think they should have just saw the bus, dropped them off, and then they sealed them in the thing. I didn't have to watch that forty-five seconds. No, that just it built anticipation. It just, built anticipation. I not really. This not whole movie was a built anticipation. It was that. The, wait, just so we're clear. Yes. Was. Then playing the music for the chickens. Was that the climax of the movie? Uh, it was close. There was one scene after. but yeah. Okay, so what was the climax? So I'm sure. It doesn't need a climax. Oh, okay, good. I'm just just making sure. Most stories not, do. Not every, no, yeah, but that's the thing. That's what the uniqueness of this story. There's no. It's just a nice flat line the whole way through. Of nothing. No, it's not of nothing. Pretty much. Oh, sorry. Did I mention there was scenes with breasts and unkept wiener? And swimming in shit-filled water. Yeah, that's true. There, there, were, was, there, there was some things. There were there. various issues depicted in this film. <laughs> Most importantly, the movie oh. itself. All right. Uh, Wait, I'm going to let you have the last word. No. I never do. Say you something. Say something great. No, I'm. you've just pissed me off. I'm done. I'm not talking anymore. I love this movie. Well, that's it for this week. Keep in mind, we're back to our regular schedule on Wednesday. We're going to have a breakdown of all of our favorites. I have a feeling this might be on Bryce's, so be prepared. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. This has been a very fantastic festival from SIF. We can't thank them and everybody involved with SIF for helping us to be involved. There's going to be some movies we don't like. There's going to be a lot of movies we do like. So doesn't mean we're bad people. It just means we have taste in different ways. So... Thanks for listening. Now, that being said, we want to thank the extended film rage crew of Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography. If you had Leonard Conlon photography, we're going to say, see you on Wednesday, Murr. We missed you for the whole festival, but we're glad we got you for a little bit. Make sure to listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and check out our website at filmrageyyc.com. We are always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please make us rage. Just please do it. We can't always do it by ourselves. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. Rage on.